Hello. Welcome hey, to Jews with the News. Yeah, so happy to be here. I'm, we have a, uh, I'm Jack. I'm Eli. We have a great episode today um, planned for you. We have a great guest. But before we hop into any of that stuff, Jack, what's going on in the world? A whole lot. A whole, a lot. whole lot is going on. But I think we should probably address the fact that... Um, in the United States did get COVID. Yeah. Um, of course, we don't want anybody to die from COVID, so we pray for him and his wife's recovery, speedy recovery. Hopefully it won't last that long because this virus really does suck. Right. Um, it's also like so odd if you think about it, just because like for me, I feel like when like when this happened to Boris Johnson in the UK, he was in a much worse condition, right? Like he was like he was in the hospital incapacitated for like a couple of days, I think. Um, mm. And like, I feel like we didn't really care, but like all of a sudden- Yeah, because we're America and we don't care about foreign policy. I know, it's just like kind of this weird uh, dynamic. But yeah, I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm just interested to see how this affects like any of the campaign or anything like that. Just like, right. depending on how long he's out, how much he misses, and well, right. well he's already going I don't know. I just, like, the thing is, I just don't know. He's already going to miss the second debate, which I think everyone is thankful for, because no one wants to see another debate. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it will be interesting to see, like, does the fact that he is now, like, hurt or like the fact that he will most likely recover from this illness will that help him will that hurt like i, I don't know it's, it's if, if it doesn't like i feel like the issue is is if it like doesn't like if he gets over it super easily like he's just going to be like oh the coronavirus is like a joke and it's like not important and like that's not good well because the coronavirus is a big thing and like yeah we don't want anybody weird. saying like it's bad my biggest fear is because they're giving him some experimental treatment. Um, mm -hmm. So my biggest fear is when he recovers, he's going to try and like mass produce these experimental drugs, which shouldn't necessarily, because like that shouldn't be done this quickly. Cause like, that's not how we administer drugs or like ethically speaking. So that's like my biggest fear right now. Yeah. That's fair. On that note, we'd love to introduce our guest for this episode. Ari, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ari. Uh, I also go to Ladue, and I'm Jewish. Um, yes, love to see that. Yeah. Okay, um, Ari, you have you shared something with us the other day that blew my mind. I don't know if it blew Jack's mind, um, but would you like to share with us what this is? Yeah, so if you haven't heard yet, Tom Cruise next October is going to be going to the ISS, like the actual space station, and he's going to be filming a movie there. So I, when I first saw this, I thought it was a joke, um, then I realized that it wasn't, and apparently SpaceX and NASA are working with him to go film the first movie in actual space. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's so crazy, right? Like, yeah. Tom Cruise is going to be making a movie in space. At, like, yeah, 
talk about doing your own stunts. <laughs> well, now there are just so many like questions I have, like, you know, like, is there anyone else that's going to go up with him? And if not, does that mean he will have to like also be the director of photography or like the cameraman or whatever, right? And like, also, yeah. what is the plot that can happen in the International Space Station? And like, how, what is the extent to which they're going to use practical effects? Because like, if you're going to have a scene in which the door blows open, how are you going to simulate Tom Cruise like being sucked into the vacuum of space without him actually <laughs> being sucked into the vacuum of space, right? Like, I don't know. There are just so many questions I have. It's very interesting, like the movie making can actually like i'm surprised this hasn't been done i'm gonna be honest like really? i i imagined like at one point like somebody was like oh let's film a, a, a scene in space i don't think it's gonna be the whole movie that he's gonna be yeah. up there i think it's yeah. just gonna be like maybe like a five minute clip or something yeah. like that because i don't know what you can do because that's an actual thing that you can't just like again as eli said blow up right and like people need to use the space station and it's just like it's just inter I'll, i'm interested to see how, how much like they actually like end up filming there i also wonder like exactly how long he's gonna be up there like is it gonna be they like fly him up for a day and they film and come back down or is it gonna be like they let him be in space like, does this yeah does this make tom cruise an astronaut yeah I guess, yeah. Also, okay, also, That's like, crazy. imagine being one of, like, the actual astronauts on the International Space Station at that time, like, being told that, like, even though their job is, like, really important right now, that they have to, like, stay out of the camera shot or, like, just awkwardly <laughs> walking by as he's, right? Like, that well, would be know. amazing. They get a, a first-hand opportunity to meet Tom Cruise, so, like... Right? So I mean, if you're an astronaut, I feel like that wouldn't be that cool. Because, like, you've I seen think, space. That's true. Yeah, I still feel like it would be pretty cool. So does Tom, now that Tom Cruise is, like, technically an astronaut, does he have to go through all the training and, like, the psychological assessments and stuff that go I'm, through with this? I'm sure he's going through some training. I doubt that he's, like, learning how to pilot the ship. But... Do you think that, like, as a Scientologist, he will be, like, like certain parts of it right like do you think that like he'll get up into space and all of a sudden he'll like see the sun and he'll be like zorp is coming and then have like a breakdown like <laughs> i don't know yes, like that's exactly what it there are just that. so many questions that are unanswered like i don't know this is like one of the best things i've learned during quarantine he, he's, um, he's confirmed not a flat flat earther right yeah, I think he, so. I think so. Okay. Well, we'll know firsthand. Right. <laughs> I guess he'll be <laughs> we'll able find to finally, out. yeah, we'll finally find out what he believes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, I think no matter what this movie ends up being about, it will be the greatest movie of all time, because I can't yeah. imagine the scenes in space actually being done well, just because, like, it's never been done before, so no one knows how to do I don't, yeah, it's going to be so interesting. I want to yeah. watch it now. I think, yeah, I think that it's going to succeed in the box office, like, regardless of how bad it is, because it's like, oh, this movie might not be entertaining, but I can go see a movie that was filmed in space, and, like, everyone's going to want to go see it, because you can't miss that. Right. What is the movie called? I don't think we know yet. 
They haven't Hold announced on, anything. I, I really would want it to like, uh, it, I would really want it to be like Tom Cruise up in space and then like on the ground as like the NASA whatever is just Jim Carrey or someone like that. And it ends up being like a comedy. Like that would be amazing. Like I think that's the, that's a dream come true. It says it's called outer space, but I don't Wait, know if that's right. What I found says it's going to be called Edge of Tomorrow. No, that's, that's that was already that's movie. already a movie. That's the the, the director has already made that. Twenty fourteen, oh, okay. starring Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. That was. Oh, a movie. I see. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I guess. I hope that nothing goes wrong because. Like, if something True. does go wrong, then it's like everyone's going to be discouraged from doing it again. Right. Right. That's true. Also, like, we would re- lose Tom Cruise, which would, yeah. you know, be horrible for some people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be very interesting, I think, this next year, over the next year, I guess. To, to I'm, I'm excited to see it play out. Mm-hmm. On a completely different note, um, I think something that I watched recently that I thought was pretty good that I think you guys have seen as well was Avatar The Last Airbender. I like binge watched that show in like a week or two. It was yeah. it was a solid show. I'd give it I'd give it like an eight out of ten, maybe seven out of ten if I'm being honest. But like there were some bad parts, but I was wondering what you guys think of like the specific elements like do you think that there's one that is most useful to bend over others or do you think they're all equal or how do you think that plays out um i think that i mean i personally would like earth but i think that in terms of practicality airbending like takes it no question um you can just like catch something if you drop it you can practically fly with a glider um, you can run really fast, uh, just like all the things seem to point to airbending being like a good day-to-day use, which most of the other ones, maybe waterbending could be a good day-to-day use, but I think that airbending just takes the cake. See, I think I have to disagree with you there. I think kind of the reversal for me, I think I'd like to be an airbender, but I think the most useful for me, in my opinion, is earth. Uh, like, I think there's a reason why Earth is the most popular or bending type in the cinematic w- world of Avatar. And it's because there are just so many different uses for it. Because not only is there just simple Earth bending, there's also metal bending, swamp bending, sand bending. So all these different settings, I think. Well, it, isn't swamp bending, swamp isn't swamp bending is, water oh, bending? Swamp bending is water bending. So, sorry. Yeah. Um, but uh, lava bending that, or magma bending, that's an earth bending thing. Um, is that earth or is that fire? No, that's, that's earth. earth. Um, is it? Yeah. So I think just on that, I think there's so many different types of earth bendings, but also on just like a more practical standpoint, I think earth bending is just so much more useful in terms of how much you can accomplish that you couldn't otherwise accomplish without bending. Like I think in terms of air bending, you're right. You could probably get to somewhere faster or like flying is cool, but like imagine how many people it would take to like construct the earth kingdom palace if you didn't have earth benders or like do any of that sort of stuff. So I think it just, I don't know if it's useful in terms of day to day, but I think the amount of use you get from it 
when you use it in your daily life as a practicality, it makes it so much more useful than any other element. So I, I would like to be a firebender. I think it would be sick to shoot like lightning out of my fingers, but I, I think the most useful is air. I'm, I think I'm with Ari with that, that the most useful is air. I think what Eli said about like being able to metal bend, sand bend, like that kind of stuff, like that's awesome. But also you have to think about it. Not many of like the benders can actually do that. Only like the most powerful ones. So if you're saying that you are the most powerful earth bender, then yes, you could do the metal bending and like all those like subsections of earth bending. But when it comes down to it, earth bending is just like the casual earth bending that everybody else does. And I feel like air bending is already like there's really no like sub like subsections of air bending. Like if you air bend, you would like air bend like everybody else. And air is always around. And I feel like that's just like the most useful because like if I'm on like a whatever story building, I can't earth bend because of reasons that the show said. Because of well, what if the building is made of earth? But is it? I want to. Well, what else would it be made of? Not everything can be bended, though. I think that they do show that earthbenders can bend concrete, though. So that would make it pretty useful. True. Um, I think we can all agree, though, that on a day to day basis, firebending is the least useful. Oh, it's the least useful. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, the only thing it's good for is, you know, defeating the air nation. Like. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, sorry to break it to you, Jack. Well, what do you mean? The fire, a, you love the fire, fire nation characters were the best characters. Though. Bene- so, like, okay. mm, I won't go that far. What? Yeah, I think Sokka's the best this character guy. far and away. False. Sokka's a pretty great character. Thank you. He's top. He, he's in the top, but Zuko's but, better. Iroh's better. Top Iroh. Who? Iroh is great. Iroh. Iroh is number one. Iroh is top tier. Yeah. Who'd you say is the best, Ari? Uh, I mean, I was saying Toph. You can't really disagree with Iroh being up there, though. Yeah. Um, and Appa. Oh, yeah. right. Appa's number one. Iroh, too. Appa yeah, is great. Um, but yeah, I think my ranking would definitely would be like Earth, Air, Water, Fire. I think I understand where you're coming from. As in most useful? Are you doing most useful? Yeah. I think if we're talking about most powerful, that's a whole other story. I think... Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think... When it comes to powerful, I don't think it... it, I don't think one element is more powerful than the others. It just depends on the actual bender itself. That's... Although, like, they're... You know, the Fire Nation did, like, kill out the entire... Almost the entirety of the Air Nation... So like but the I element feel like we surprise. can say with some that was with the comet though. Yeah. So like that me we're talking about who is more powerful. If firebenders get this insane rush of power one day a year, that makes them pretty powerful, right? One day every hundred years. One Most day every one hundred years. That's my mistake. Yeah. That's true. Well, we don't know how old people live. I guess we kind of that do. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I feel like if we know that one group of benders beat another group of benders, we can say with at least some confidence that that group is more powerful. Uh, nah. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. What do you think then, if not that? I mean, like, the waterbenders were very clearly able to beat the firebenders during a full moon. But then, like, during, like, the daytime, the firebenders started to win. Right? So, like, while they're beating them in this one scenario where they're the super-powered ones, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the stronger bending type overall. Right. Just depends on the situation. Yeah, I guess. But it seems like the situations pretty clearly favor the firebenders over the course of 100 years because they were able to conquer and retain that power. So maybe, like, I guess certain scenarios, but I feel like over time there was, like, a pretty clear, I don't know. But then they lost. They did end up losing. Yeah, and then they, they yeah, but that was because like the <laughs> avatar avatar came back and was like he was alive, which was crazy. Well, but like Toph, Sokka, and Suki took down the entire air fleet. Yeah, and only one of them was a bender. That True. is crazy. Also, oh, if you haven't seen Avatar, I'm sorry, but we're oh yeah, oh yeah, spoiler. If you haven't seen Avatar by now, though, that's on you. Like it was yeah. there when we were kids, and it's been out on Netflix. Like yeah, yeah. And yeah. you should watch it if you haven't seen it yet, because it's great. You yeah, should. and now you already know how it ends, so yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, all this talk about uh, a fire is making me uh, wanna, you know, get a nice, cool, relaxing uh, a meal. So I nice, think, that was good. Thank <laughs> you. Good. Nice transition. Uh, but you know, sometimes it's hard to decide. There's so many good options. You have ice cream. You have frozen custard. You have frozen yogurt. Um, I think it's you know, deciding which one is better is sometimes a little difficult. So I feel like there definitely is a favorite among most people. I don't know, what do you guys think? Which one of those is your favorite? Which is your least favorite? Is there a best one? Um, so, I, first of all, in case anyone doesn't know, uh, frozen custard has egg and has the highest milk fat, milk fat content, ice cream is in the middle, and uh, frozen yogurt has the least amount of milk fat. So that's the main difference. For me, uh, I like frozen custard the most. Um, Growing up with Ted Drews in the city I live in is probably something that affected that, but it's just the most creamy and it is the best to me. I, it seems just like the, it's the most enjoyable to eat for me. Ice cream is definitely second and frozen yogurt is an abomination to frozen treats. Whoa. Wow. That's kind of, he went savage. Most. Okay. Um, I don't know if I have, like, necessarily a favorite, because, like, I've had bad frozen custard, I've had bad ice cream, I've had bad frozen yogurt, but I've also had good frozen custard, good ice cream, good frozen yogurt. So, like, it just depends on the place, and, like, I think all of them are really good. They really taste good. I know that's very good, like, insight for me, and I'm being very articulate with my words right there, but they're good. They're good. Yeah. Um, I, well, I think for me, it like, it's all about the experience kind of as well. And for me, when I think of frozen yogurt, what all, like it always goes with the toppings that you see at any frozen yogurt place. So to me, like, that's just a part of frozen yogurt. Like I just include that. And so I don't think that means I like it more than frozen custard. Cause I think first of all, like Ted Drews is amazing. And, you know, that they also have, like, mix-ins and whatever, right? 
but I think that the toppings for frozen yogurt definitely makes it more appealing than ice cream, just because, like, you can get sprinkles on ice cream, but that doesn't really, like, you don't really get something out of that. Or, like, you can put, like, chocolate syrup or whatever, but, like, I don't get the same But who's to say you can't put the top... But who's no. to say you can't put the toppings that you put on frozen yogurt on ice cream or frozen yeah. custard? You can, but first of all, like, I don't because, like, it's all about the experience for me, right? And so when you go to an ice cream place, toppings cost a lot. Toppings cost extra, whereas at frozen yogurt, you just weigh it, so it doesn't really feel like you're paying for more. It just feels like you're paying <laughs> but for But you one. are paying for more, but I that's incredibly naive. I understand. I'm just telling you how I experience it and why I, like, from my personal... And I'm telling you that you should stop experiencing that way because that is just factually incorrect. Weren't you the yeah. person who, like, seven episodes ago said you shouldn't tell people what their opinions should be? <laughs> what? Uh, no. Okay. Anyway. It's not an opinion. That's what? Like- it's just wrong. No, it can't just be wrong. wrong. I am telling you how I perceive my experience when buying frozen yogurt. I'm not saying it is correct. I'm telling you my experience. And my experience is that I feel like the toppings are a part of the experience of frozen yogurt. I do not feel like the toppings are a part of the ice cream experience. Most of you who are watching when you eat ice cream typically don't get multiple toppings like maybe you'll have like some sort of syrup or like sprinkles but like most of you who get frozen yogurt typically have between like two and five toppings right so the toppings are definitely a part of the experience for frozen yogurt which i think makes it more appealing than regular ice cream just because the difference in flavor between frozen yogurt and ice cream aren't that big of a difference in terms of satisfaction for me but i think the fact that when you eat frozen yogurt, you generally get a better uh, variety of toppings to choose from. I feel like that for me makes frozen yogurt more appealing than ice cream. I think that's just, I don't, okay. So you're basing it off of like going into like the frozen yogurt place and doing it that way. Mm-hmm. But I think what what this argument comes down to is not like going in and getting it and like eating eating in the restaurant. It's not talking about restaurant feel or whatever. It's talking about which one tastes better. And that negates all toppings. That negates any like experience you have within it. It's just which one do you like the taste better? You know, I completely agree that if you're talking about like the taste, it's frozen custard ice cream, frozen yogurt. But when you ask me, or when I ask myself, which is better, frozen yogurt, ice cream, or frozen custard, to me, you have to include things like the experience. So, you know, I have to include the fact that you typically get only ice cream in a cone, right? You typically don't get frozen custard or frozen yogurt in a cone. And so that's like something I have to consider, right? And it's not something that for me makes it more delicious than any of the other options but it's just like another factor that i have to consider when you ask me that when i ask myself that question but yeah i agree that like from a pure point of like just pure frozen yogurt pure like ice cream and pure frozen custard which one is but it's it's frozen custard ice cream or frozen yogurt yeah i mean what what i would think about when answering this is just like if it's all vanilla no toppings or anything i would choose frozen custard almost all the time ice cream sometimes and probably never frozen yogurt if it's like all chocolate it would be the same if it if it were to be with the with the store experience included i think it would become closer um and it would definitely bump frozen yogurt up but i think that like with places like ted drew's or even freddy's they have 
mix-ins for when you get the custard. And then most ice cream places have some flavors that like already have stuff mixed in. So like you go to an ice cream place and they have a hot fudge brownie ice cream. Uh, and so then you don't like choose to add more toppings, but they already have some included. And so if I were to compare that, I still think that I think that the ability to decide whatever you want on the frozen yogurt is good, but I think that just like the the frozen yogurt itself is still always just going to be worse to me, which would make me rather have one of the other options. Yeah, that's fair. And that's probably why Cold Stone Creamery is my favorite ice cream place because each ice cream you get is not just like a boring flavor, right? It's like it's like a cocktail of ice creams yeah. and toppings and what, right? Um, so, but yeah, I think that choice is pretty important. So obviously frozen custard is the best, like obviously. I, I disagree. I think ice cream tastes the best. But like, oh. Oh, so man. someone wants to have an opinion now. Okay, wait, explain <laughs> to us why. I just, I just like the taste of ice cream better than frozen custard, I guess. But like, again, they're all really good and it's all really close. Like yeah. I wouldn't say like there, I'm sure like if I, chose like a different thing every seven days i would be happy every seven days of the week this is like i enjoy all three of them but like i'd probably put ice cream a little bit ahead that's right what would be second for you it's a tie i like i would i don't i think it's the same like obviously it's not the same but i like them the same you like them the same yeah but if we're talking about like the restaurant the restaurant feel per se ice cream is definitely number one because I think I think you get the best of both worlds of the custard and the frozen yogurt, and I just think it tastes better. So I guess I go there, and then again the next two, same thing. It's like both; they're all really good. I don't think you can go wrong with anything. It just depends. Yeah, uh, for those of you who have never had Grater's ice cream, that's a brand I strongly recommend. Just for all of you ice cream fanatics out there, their chocolate chips. If you get like a chocolate chip flavor. I swear to God, are like this big, like like they're like chunks of chocolate. They're not chocolate. Okay, chip. but why do they call them chocolate chip and not chocolate chunk? They don't. They call it like chocolate whatever because it has like chunks of chocolate. They don't call it like chocolate chip. They call. So it- do you guys? I have a question. Do you guys like chocolate ice cream? Yeah. Or chocolate yeah. yogurt, frozen yogurt, or chocolate custard? Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm the only one who doesn't. You don't. No. no. Like what? What do you like? Nothing, clearly. Yeah, uh, exactly. I just don't. I don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate frosting either. Do you like like vanilla ice cream with chocolate mixed in? Uh, depending. Like, what do you mean, like chocolate mixed in, mixed in, like chocolate like, chips or chocolate like actual chips chocolate or cookies and cream or chocolate syrup? Yeah, hot I just don't like the chocolate flavored ice cream. Okay. Is it too sweet for you? I don't know what it is. I just don't like the taste. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. Do you like Snickers or like Hershey's? Like oh, I don't eat Snickers. Do you like I Hershey's? Eat Hershey's? I eat like I eat chocolate on its own, but like chocolate icing, chocolate frosting, chocolate hmm. ice cream. I don't like chocolate stuff. cake. I like chocolate frosting. I don't like the chocolate I, cake. Though. I used to not like chocolate cake, but I started to like that a bit more. I like chocolate cake, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if something has chocolate in it, I'm normally okay with it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. 
So I think that is about does that about does it for this episode. Thank you, Ari, very much for joining us. We really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Oh, wait, we forgot to ask at the beginning of the episode. Ugh. Do you think that, what is it? Cereal is a soup. Cereal with milk. Cereal with milk is a soup. Cereal with milk. I mean, I think it's gotta be. It's gotta be? Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's a it's a liquid with a solid in it. it. Like, how is that any different from like, I don't know, chicken noodle soup? All right. Well, we tallied up one for soup. We'll, we'll see where we are at the end of the season. Um, thank you. Thank you, Ari. We thank appreciate you, Ari. it. Yeah. All right.